Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's so nice. We're so excited to be here at the Museum of Comedy. Doing a little live show and we're gearing up for the, you know, the festivities, the Christmas season. Are we feeling Christmassy? No. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, wow. Do you know what? That's fair enough. It's fine. You know what? It's it's still November. (laughs) It's true. This is why I don't do stand-up anymore, though. I'm like, wow, this feels like stand-up. I'm going to stop doing this. Let's do the podcast. Can you tell that we got here a little early tonight? (laughs) Our producer was like, can you get here by 5? And we're all here by 4.15. We're like, well, we need this as a prop. (laughs) We we opened it as a prop so we could take a photo of us holding drinks. And then we drank it all. (laughs) That's the problem with real props. That's why they have fake wine on TV. That's why they have fake wine. Oh, that pisses me off when it's red wine and you can tell it's grape juice and it's all foamy on the top. Take the foam away. Do better. So fake. We're so authentic. (laughs) So fake. Anyway, it's really great to have you guys here. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime. Yeah. As usual. Oh, better than Christmas, it turns out. (laughs) That got a bigger cheer than Christmas. (laughs) Which do you like better? Give us a cheer. We already did it. We don't have to do it. Voted. We beat Christmas. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Guys, what is drunk women solving crime? Do you know why I'm speaking like I'm on Radio 4? Because I listened to our last episode, the edit that we're putting out this week. We get a little excited at the beginning sometimes, and it just sounded awful. Like, I didn't realize how screechy I was. I don't think that's true. (laughs) So tonight, tonight I'm keeping it at a level. And that's for you too, Amanda. That's for you. We love you, Amanda. Our lovely producer. Okay, I'm not Not even as on... popular as Christmas, it turns yeah. out. Amanda, goes, sorry, bye, we love goes, you. It goes, us, Christmas, Amanda. <laughs> I haven't even had Valium this time. This is crazy. I'm like practically sober. <laughs> Woo, Guys, what is drunk women solving crime? It's where a margarita meets a margin of error. It's where a cosmopolitan meets probable cause. And it's where a dark and stormy meets a dark and stormy night. <clears throat> 
It's a true crime podcast with a twist. Oh, oh thank you so much, guys. Anything from you guys? Um, anything further to add? Yeah. Any admin? T-shirt. <laughs> Do you know what? I know that on the back it says true crime with a twist and on the back it says of Lyme and I only know that because Amanda takes pictures of us and the other day I was like zooming in and I was like oh okay we should definitely know your name by now though because every time we're like she made a custom shirt she's our biggest fan anyway like never <laughs> asked your fucking name well that no I like tonight. not knowing I like not knowing <laughs> right okay tell her <laughs> Okay, Sarah, it's just between me and you. Well, now I know. God, that really hurts. Oh, did you block your ears? I did block my ears. We we can't improvise stuff like that. (laughs) Guys, it's time to introduce our guest for the episode, don't you think? I think so. Please welcome to the stage comedian Elf Lyons. Hello, hello. Elf, how are you doing? I'm good. I've got to remember how to hold one of these. Um, it looks too She's suggestive. She's talking about a microphone oh, for the, the listeners at home. <laughs> <laughs> Just a microphone. Because I'm, I'm too aggressive and I normally don't hold the microphone, but I've realised... Oh, you leave I, it in the stand kind of girl? No, no, I just leave it. I just leave okay. it at the side. Oh, okay. You breathe from your diaphragm. I breathe. I'm very breathy. <laughs> I use a lot of my breath, but it's just so now. Just oh hello, you've got a nice image. <laughs> lucky, lucky you. Um, yeah, I will relax. That's better, isn't it? I don't know why I'm gripping it so hard. My boyfriend has a horrible time. <laughs> but two hands though. That's really uh, yeah. okay. Okay. I mean, and you're a tall woman. Yeah, okay. I'm <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> It's good to start here at the beginning of the episode. I know. I know at least one person has brought their mum tonight as well. So, hello. I love it. Our mums listen to this as well. Mine doesn't. uh, No, she doesn't, does she? I can say big cocks. She'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) But my mum will. (laughs) And that's the beauty of it. Um, Wow. Usually we have to shoehorn in the dick jokes, but it just came really naturally. It does. Thank you, Elf. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Now this feels like a really awkward pivot uh elf have you ever been the victim of a crime i have okay very serious crime (gasps) tell us more so i was at the edinburgh fringe Uh uh-oh in 2016 losing quite a lot of my own money by choice (laughs) and then my uh, my credit my card got declined got cancelled and then i got a phone call from the nice man who lives at the bank (laughs) (laughs) The, I know him well, Tony. The bank oh, yeah. man. He, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Bank. Really good. And like, I, actually, I remember the phone call. And do you know what? I remember tweeting afterwards saying, lovely customer service. <laughs> Aww. I really like, I love, I honestly love telling people when they've had good customer service. There's a lady, <laughs> Bertha, who worked at Dreams, actually, on Tottenham Court Road. And I remember she had to commute all the way to Brighton every day to work there. And they said she was really upset they hadn't put her down at the Brighton store. So I wrote an email. <laughs> I said to Mr. Dream or Mrs. Dream that Bertha's very, very good at selling beds and I actually think she would really owe it to her to make her commute. And then then he didn't reply, so I tweeted quite often and they did reply. Oh, did they move Bertha to...? They did, because I went back (gasps) to check. I'm I'm very irritating. (laughs) But not all heroes wear mattresses. But um, so the bank man, he rang me and he said, we've declined your card because there was an unusual transaction for you. Okay. And okay. I said, what is it? And he went, um, someone spent 60 pounds on Rimmel nail polish. <laughs> and I liked the specificity of it being Rimmel. And they yeah. said it couldn't have possibly been me because <laughs> I just spend my money on guinea pigs. Because <laughs> I write for guinea pig magazine. Casual post. <laughs> Your bank has profiled you. <laughs> is that like, is that a magazine guinea pigs read or about guinea pigs? I got really confused. <laughs> it is a, it's about guinea pigs. It's Sorry, about, go on. No, but it, no, but we have a guinea pig model of the month. So if you, if, so we enter, it, if you have a very attractive guinea pig, you enter it. Oh, like enter a sexy the guinea thing. Pig. So there's like, and we did a really International Women's oh. Day cover. There was a little Abyssinian guinea pig with the You Can Do It. Oh, and wow. And it was really beautiful. 
beautiful. And then we do Halloween. Is that the thing. really hairy kind? The guinea pig with lots of Abyssinia, hair? Abyssinian one. So their hair goes off in different. Katie, you're right. One of my kids just got a guinea pig's book from the library. <laughs> oh, which one? Oh, it's the white <laughs> It's like too long for his age. And it's by that guy, then it's like, he's famous on a camera's name, but he's like, oh, I love guinea pigs and I've had loads of guinea pigs. Yeah. And they all talk and mm-hmm. all this. Do you know the one I mean? No, but that sounds like my mind. <laughs> I like guinea pigs. I love my guinea pigs. I still remember the lady who managed Guinea Pig magazine telling me there was nothing. She said, people may talk about giving birth to your child, but there's nothing like holding your guinea pigs to your bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, to be honest, I quite like, like, I don't put them on me naked all the time because Clara's very old and she hates it. Is but that your he... roommate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we never win the True Crime Podcast Awards. <laughs> like, how are we not stacking up? <laughs> with okay. the other ones. We haven't even got to the crime, have we? No, well, that, no I mean, God, Clara so, is suckling on... No, what's she doing? No, she doesn't suckle. Okay, so You she's... have to hand-feed her cucumber now because she gets she's so she gets very confused. Aww. So you have to really stick it in her face Aww. in a really consensual way. And she's very happy. And Ian just sort of deep-throats the water bottle at all nights like a sort of... Yeah. You know, like a guinea pig well, pornhub. Their teeth keep growing, I know that. Yes, they they're, do. They never stop growing the teeth. No. Oh, the guinea pig. Mm-hmm. I pay attention to my son's library books. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a very informative library book. Yeah, it was like. Oh, anyway, we've got just <laughs> so r- Rimmel. Okay, so Rimmel. So six, it, Rimmel nail polish. I can see how we got here. But that, well, that okay. was sort of that was the crime, really. That because yeah. I thought, you know. And had you bought the nail polish? Was I it hadn't. Like, you don't know me. I could also buy nail polish. No, I no, I wish so I wish they thought I was that stylish. You. Yes, they right. cloned my card, but that was the only <gasps> thing they'd spent the money on. But sorry, unless there's a Rimmel store that I don't know about. Yeah, why doesn't it just how? say boots sixty pounds? Yeah, well, how how he specify. He definitely told me it was Rimmel. The bank Maybe man. it was an online purchase. Why oh. don't we win the True Crime Awards? <laughs> he did specify Rimmel. Out of all the, the things the I shit. could imagine for this podcast in my very exciting life, I don't. If I was going to pick any nail polish brand, yeah. Rimmel wouldn't necessarily. Not dismissing it, very oh. got me through my teenage years, but yeah, it wouldn't be the one you'd go for. It's Elf. Did you take this to the police? Because I like the idea that that monologue about guinea pigs was what you opened with. <laughs> It couldn't be me. It couldn't possibly be me, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> well, I do talk about guinea pigs. I think I told Bertha, actually, at the bed store. No, I remember just being... <laughs> I really... I don't get out enough. <laughs> do you just... like this bed? I don't know. It's for my guinea pig. <laughs> Until you allow them in here, we'll never know if Clara will be happy on this memory foam. <laughs> oh, no, they hate sleep. No, actually, you know what? They, they love a divan. Oh, they love a divan. Yeah. And I've got a tie mattress that they're big fans of because they like running over the little humps. Oh, okay. nice. If you were on the fence about getting a guinea pig, I think yeah. tonight is the night you've made that choice. Wait, wait, Do not get one, you'll go mad. <laughs> no. <laughs> but so, that, I don't yeah. really know what questions to ask at this point, and I'm just sort of... Well, I want to know if, like, did they find out who did it? Did you, no, did you report it, was it the to the only, police? Well, no, they just said, we've cancelled your cards. It's clearly fraud. We'll give you the money back. Okay. But it was the only... It was What was odd was it was the only thing they'd taken. So it's just, I like, in some ways, I like the idea that there was one person who maybe wanted to start their own manicure firm and, <laughs> and just always admired Rimmel. Yeah. And for their brand. And that was... I quite like the consistency yeah. of it. Like, that's about ten nail polishes. If somebody steals a car, I always think they test the water with that first one. Do you know what I mean? That's them going, let's see if the bank dob uh, me in. And if they don't... Hell's got a hand up. Go, oh, yeah, sorry. Well, no, you know what? They normally steal a nail polish. Oh, I did some research. They getting... normally test by buying a small thing like a nail polish it boots first to see if it works and then they go incrementally bigger but my lady or man or whoever it wished 
went go gung ho straight in. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Big six so and one they, for each. They finger. would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for the fraud department. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Elf, we always try to bring these stories to a close. <laughs> by... There was not a full stop there. By asking, if you had the perpetrator here, yeah. what would you say to them, do to them, or... Tell them about guinea pigs. <laughs> what well, would you want them to know about guinea pigs? Well, uh, first of all, I'd ask them, how are you? <laughs> are, you are you all right? Was it a tricky patch? Um, <laughs> did you did you get the colours you wanted? Yeah. How are you now? So you just don't know the scenario because we could. I mean, if I was really pushed, and I'm not saying I would commit a crime, but if it was that you look so frightened of me, <laughs> I love making men scared. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Hay is expensive. <laughs> And if I need... No, it really is. Like, it's gone up. <laughs> it's, uh, you, have to, you have to buy it in bulk now. I've yeah. got connections with different farmers, but it's hard where I live in Brixton to f find them. Yeah, you've got to get it on the black market. So I'm not saying I would necessarily steal a card, but if there was a card lying around, I would go on the Haypix website. Oh, uh <laughs> Okay, is that a sexy website? No, no. Oh, okay. they, they're lovely. They do circus-based guinea pig gym equipment. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, honestly, they are a delight. Rick and Helen, lovely people. They've just had their second child. So. <laughs> <laughs> Doing really well. Do you know, so it costs quite a lot to advertise on this podcast. So they have done very well. That's wicked. Hey, so that wasn't intentional. Hey, pigs, they're so lovely. <laughs> Do it, get them all in. Yeah, they're really it's kind. It's an organic relationship. <laughs> they came to see me do stand-up and it was a really filthy show and I'd just done a fisting joke, which is my <laughs> repertoire. And then, and then I saw them and then I got the whole audience to give them a round of applause. And then, and then I went back to the, what, I'm, what I'm good at. <laughs> For the podcast listeners, uh, <laughs> Alf has just mimed. I'm not even going to say it, but they know what you've mimed. Yeah, they know what <laughs> for fisting. Having they know a what lovely fisting. day. Fist looks like. Yeah, I'm not sure that's how you do it. <laughs> I don't think it's just one foul swoop. <laughs> <laughs> you work, you Again. work your way in, don't you? <laughs> Again, hi to all the moms. Anyway, thank you for coming, uh, Alf. I just really love you. You're just a really lovely person. Oh, that's really nice. Could you tell that to my year eights, please? <laughs> I will. I don't know how I'd communicate with them. Because I mean, I'm you probably scared. Couldn't. I'm very scared of being in front of children. They're, they're probably on Snapchat and it won't be appropriate. No, it's, I don't think they use Snapchat anymore. Oh, no. Is I it asked an even them. younger thing? Yes, I asked them. I said I was, I, it was accidental, but I asked them if they were on TikTok. <laughs> and they absolutely... <laughs> crucified me Mate, <laughs> but I quite like being the uncle teacher and then everyone all the other teachers got pictures of their children or their partners <laughs> I've just got guinea pigs <laughs> and then one honorary picture of a baby that I found on the internet just to give the impression that I know someone who's birthed a child <laughs> I know humans too yeah. big big whoop yeah. <laughs> oh my there's so much to unpack <laughs> <laughs> but it will come out in the form of us solving a crime. Elf, thank you so much for kicking yeah, us thank off you with for that sharing story. That. Um, are we ready to solve some true crime? Yes! Yeah! So, so to speak. Guys, I'm going to give you quite a bit of information right up top. This is about a man called Filippo Lippi. Or Filippo Lippi. <laughs> Filippo Lippi. There's a lot of ways you could go with it. It's your choice. Uh, Filippo lived in 15th century Italy. Okay. And so my apologies if you've been affected by this very recent crime. <laughs> Put that out there. Uh, Filippo was born to a butcher and his wife, but he was orphaned as a young boy. And at the age of eight, he was sent somewhere. So your first question is, where do you think he was sent? 15th century Italy. Mm -hmm. Eight-year-old orphan. Mm -hmm. Where do monks live? A monastery. Monk home. Yeah, monastery. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be a convent. There might be, like, schools, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. where they... Uh, traditionally, convents would look after... Don't, don't you 
be looking at oh, my they paper. Look or they could send you to learn a trade. You know, maybe they send yes, you to like, you know, apprentice. a sign maker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, no, sign but that's maker. quite in Naples. Like, that's like a long-standing tradition. Yeah, they got signs. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, but Hannah, you've been is. very quiet. Where's well, your head going? I want to know what happened to this the, to his mum and dad. If he was orphaned. Was, were they both butchered oh. by a uh, rival butcher? <gasps> and then, because there can only be one butcher in Italy. <laughs> and he's like very a, busy. A butcher tough um, war. Yeah, exactly. So I think he was uh, taken by the people that killed his parents. Oh, wow. So Is that like, all right? It's like Batman, but with sort of an adoption story <laughs> instead. <laughs> wow. Well, you guys, you were right. I mean, except for you, Hannah. <laughs> But credit Seems just weird. for, you know, just spinning a bit of a tail. Um, he was sent to a friary. Uh, a friary is friars? Yeah, Like a friars. monastery. Yeah, like a fish and chip shop, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really tasty food. Just a bit, they're not all going to be winners. It was just a bit of fun. <laughs> I just thought a few people would have thought of that, and I'll think, if no one says it, he was... Mo- yeah, David knows. I know him by name. David knows. <laughs> you were right to make that joke, Hannah. Hmm. Genuinely, like a few paragraphs in, I made a little note like, if no one's joked about fried chicken yet, get it in there. There you go. The the Isle of Wight's fried chicken Mm. is fish and chips. (laughs) So he was sent to Florence, and specifically it was a Carmelite friary. Yeah. Okay. Carmelite. Carmelite. As relates to... Less karma. No, as relates to Mount Carmelite. Carmel in oh. Syria. So it's a biblical <laughs> Catholic thing. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to sound smart <laughs> for a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I prefer salted caramelite hey. <laughs> friaries. Now, this wasn't necessarily a bad place for little Filippo to go because he was offered an education there. Yeah. But on the other hand, as a friar, similar to a priest, he did have to take a vow of poverty and he had to take a vow of uh, celibacy. celibacy. Yeah. Or as Samantha Jones would say, fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> a vow of poverty is like when you become a comedian, though, right? That's yeah. just like... And like, weirdly, celibacy not for any male comedians, but yeah. Um, well, it was for me. <laughs> it's just a coincidence. <laughs> but so Filippo's offered this education at the friary, but he was not interested in studying. No, he spent his time doing something else. What was that something else? Magic. Oh! Because you would, wouldn't you? (laughs) You just, there's so many candles and the prayers. It's just a very theatrical environment, isn't it? And the cloak, you can hide things up there. You know, it's quite actually good for sleight of hand. I have a nun who taught me magic. (laughs) Oh my God, a nun taught you magic? Yeah, because we lived next to the nunnery when I was little. So we used to go and play with them after school. (laughs) Because... They were no, honestly, I think they were, were Benedictine nuns. They were so nice, and they always had biscuits. But one of them, oh. the chief one, she always did magic. Sister That's McGee, amazing. I know her well. Yeah. The <laughs> chief <laughs> nun. Sister McGee. I'm uh, uh, the chief nun here. Do you have any questions? I want to clarify. Don't teach English <laughs> for my phrases. I know I get them entirely wrong. No, 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 no. I like it. I like it. No. Oh gosh, did I hurt your feelings? Oh no, I was just clarifying because I think some people are panicked. Oh. I'm allowed near children in the audience. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're more worried about the guinea pigs, I think, now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What did he spend his time doing? Magic is a fantastic answer. I don't want to double down on magic. I think, yeah. No, I think I'm going to agree because it feels like... Um, I'm going to go... Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) Female workplace. I'm going to go different. I think he was trying to crack the Da Vinci Code. Hey. (laughs) That is correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did they have magic in the 15th century? I'm just trying to think. Like he turned water into wine. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Right? Do you think Surely. so? Yeah. I mean, the Bible's like magic enough, isn't it? And also, like alchemy is a big thing. Yeah. You know, you have always yeah. you always have one man in the village trying to turn rocks into gold. Yeah. 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 I just picture they would just actually saw people in half and be like, "Look at that." <laughs> That's what we do. It's the 15th in the, in the Colosseum. So, <laughs> Filippo was not learning because he was sketching. Oh. He was a very talented budding artist. Uh, was the friary supportive of this? 
They wouldn't do much yeah. life modelling, would they? <laughs> It'd be hard. You, you don't get much to draw constantly, unless you were very good at doing fabric. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, a, it's Yeah, but fabric, because it's a tough one, because actually most people had to learn art at school, didn't they, in the olden days, because there were no photographs. So actually you did need... That was a skill that was worth more... Then it w- might be no. Could be quite good for illustrating <laughs> Bibles, <laughs> illustrating any scripture if you were copying yeah. that. Yeah, because you need someone to do it. I love when Katie, you could like physically, s- <laughs> I will just t- physically see <laughs> yourself like giving up on your sentence. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did uh, they put it on the fiery fridge? Is that what they did? They just stuck it up yeah. there and they were like, please just punch, because I think, yeah, I like to think they would be happy with yeah. it. Yeah. Do you know what? They were very supportive. Yay! Yeah. Oh, what a joy. And then they all lived happily ever after. Yes, yeah. and that's the end of our tale. No, they bought him paints and brushes and they said, Filippo, go nuts. Wow. In Italian, uh, just don't fuck any women or acquire any wealth. Do whatever you want. He was a magician. Sorry. I thought that was your translation for go nuts. <laughs> go nuts. And in Italian, don't fuck any women. And I got really confused. <laughs> that is how bad my accent is when I try to speak Italian. Um, at the age of 16... Filippo was ordained as a priest at the friary. So I have a question for you. Um, genuinely, though, because I, I thought that friars were priests. Do you guys understand how this works? Does anyone understand friars? And okay, so... Priests, I'll look it up on Google My when we're knowledge done. of right. friars comes from the cartoon Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've done away with friars, though. You don't hear about friars anymore, do you? And they're called brothers and priests are called fathers. Well, so Friar Tuck is That's quite a good drag name, Friar Tuck. <laughs> oh, it is. I mean, That's yeah. very good. All right, very Paul's Drag Race series four. You should do that. <laughs> I mean, That's I've not great. got much to talk. It's, it's probably out of copyright and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, anyway, at 16, he was ordained as a priest. So I guess it's like an upgrade. It's like a friar upgrade. He's mm-hmm. ordained as a priest. So he stays there into his mid-20s. But in 1432, he tries to quit the monastery. He decides that it's not for him. Was the friary supportive of this? Oh, they'd probably be quite agitated. I'd say. Yeah, they're going to want those off. paints back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would they keep the artwork? Oh, that would that, yeah. that's what you do, wouldn't it? You go, yeah. yep. Yeah. No, no, you go. <laughs> no, we were just... Female. Workplace. <laughs> no, because we're looking for a crime in all this as well, aren't we, of course? So yeah. if they kept the art... It's then... like if you leave your agent who owns the sitcom... Yes, and so who gets to fight over who doesn't make it? That's, that's my experience. Um, but okay, uh, yeah, I think they're I think they're really angry about that. Okay, Katie, any advance on that? Um, I, right, I reckon there's two guys in charge of this monastery, and one of them's like, "Oh my god, just like relax and let him go," and the other one's like, "No, he owes us paints." And they and, and I love the idea that they confiscate his paints and they're all gone and like what have you done? It's like he was supposed to just keep them intact. Yeah, it's like divine retribution. They wouldn't I, have been paints at that point though, would they? It would like, be terps, a little bit yeah. of white spirit. I don't bit know if oil. they had white spirit in the 16th, 15th century. And then you'd did you know? No, were you saying that you knew? So I thought you were like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then you'd crush berries and you'd crush like. Gallbladders yeah. and all sorts of things yeah, to get the yeah. colours. Oh, yeah, the old gall, gallbladder colour. <laughs> no, but you imagine, I imagine it would quite a strong burgundy, wouldn't That's it? Like, that yeah. would be... They had lots of burgundy. Yeah. Well, they were using something. The article I read said paints, and we're sticking with that. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's some like podcast lists were under historical, and it's like, we're not a historical podcast either. <laughs> I know, I just had to ask you what a friar was, and it's my fucking case, so. <laughs> we all need a little help along the way. Um, they were not supportive of him quitting yeah. the friary, uh, so yeah. no surprise. He was physically allowed to leave, but he was still bound by his... Vows. You can take the friar out of the friary. Well, that's this is how Catholics can't get married again. Or like if they do, it's like doesn't technically count or whatever. Yeah. Right. And this is one of the many reasons that I'm not Catholic. <laughs> um, so what does he do with his absolutely bullshit freedom? 
goes and just bonks loads of women in the village. Yeah, okay. he, that's what I do. He okay. gets on his tits, right? He goes from one extreme to the other. Just yeah. a wayward orgy. Yeah, just get your big stick out. And yeah. Just have fun and let your, like, <laughs> just let their hair down and just go at the people. Like, yeah, he's probably never drawn boobs. Yeah, yeah, like, that would be so exciting. <laughs> but like, when you see so many of those paintings from the yeah. olden days, oh all the bosoms are wrong because most of the time they weren't allowed to see women, so they would just. Yeah. Spe- oh, they were gay, so they see a beautiful young man and then plop some very irrational looking tits <laughs> on them. <laughs> Is that why the boobs are all messed the up? The boobs always look a bit like you look at the body and you're like, God, that woman does so much running. She's so athletic. And then she's just got like... And I mean, everyone's bosoms look very different from different angles. Mine are opinionated. <laughs> but do you know what I mean, though? Like, honestly, once you start, it really it really helped me when I was a teenager and I realised that because I was like, I'm just never going to have a core that strong. <laughs> If you take nothing away tonight, take that. (laughs) That just never occurred to me that they hadn't actually seen the forms that they were painting. To be fair, though, I was drawing dicks on things long before I'd seen a dick. Like, to be fair, like... Oh, my God, that's so true. Yeah. I was really disappointed when I saw one and the balls went like that. I didn't realise this until recently about penises, and this blew my mind, that they move with the heat. You know the testicles? You know the testicles? If you put a hairdryer near them, they move. Who has let you put a hairdryer near their testicles? He was a really nice man. I just couldn't believe what was going on. Did you, like, discover this, or did you read it somewhere? I was just looking at... Hey, love, I want to do a science experiment. No, so I think we... I actually... I remember this, because Ian and Clara, my guinea pigs, were in the room at the time. (laughs) No, I lived in a flat with 16 other people in a three-bedroom flat in Brixton. You know what I mean? It was times were tight. But he was in the... I'm joking about 16, but there there were a lot of musicians staying over. But the point is, he was naked. (laughs) Whose idea was the hairdryer? <laughs> it was just nearby. I grabbed what I could. It was either that or GHDs. But the point is, <laughs> it's a crime podcast. Anyway, <laughs> I grabbed the hedge and I just said, I'll put it on low. And he thought it, I think he thought, bless her. I'll, you know, I'll let her have, I was very dignified. But he, sure. but no, they no. do, they do <laughs> just sort dignified. of go, Ooh. <laughs> like they are fascinating. <laughs> Like they are. I can't stop thinking about the fact the other option was to presumably straighten his pubes. No, but no, but I thought you know what I mean. Wait, because they're thirty second wait till they got hot and just sort of waft, waft. Well, yeah. Any couples in? Because um, they do move. It wasn't just his, was it? (laughs) But they do. Like they do, just go blue, 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 blue. Now, again, for the listeners, she's making like a tarantula gesture. So there is a problem booking someone who's known for doing mime on a podcast. <laughs> oh, right. I'm happy to translate. I can't wait to go wake my husband up tonight with the hairdryer. How do you know it's not just moving from the force of the air, though? Because it's on low. So you, yeah, can you be just, sure that be you didn't just chase away? Some... Yeah. I'm going to have to do it again. You knew what you saw. You when you promised you a blowjob, that's not what he meant. <laughs> Blow dry job. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to keep workshopping this and I'll come back to you. Um, the thing well, is, <laughs> we've been doing this long enough that I'm like, I know if I pick a religious case, this is where it will go. <laughs> I didn't think it would get there this fast, <laughs> but here we are. Drunk women solving One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So what did he do with his freedom? Nobody cares. Let's keep talking about... <laughs> we'll just keep returning to testicles. He travels all around Italy. He keeps painting and developing his skills. He goes to Naples and all the other ones. Oh, to Naples. Cities. He, uh, he returns to Florence eventually, and he attracts the attention of the Medici family. Ooh. Yes, we all recognize that name. <laughs> that, well, was, that was an excellent panto response. It really was. You, you guys, tell me you're not in the mood for Christmas. Bullshit. No, no. <laughs> He's guys, behind you. These guys are match fit for Christmas. It's great. <laughs> so, hey! Sarah, 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 Sarah. Oh, it's good now I got names, isn't it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> a name has its uses, Hannah. <laughs> I find them very handy when addressing people. <laughs> so my question is, do you know about the Medici family? And if so, what do you know about them? Oh, I just know everything. It would be embarrassing if I said anything. <laughs> yeah. Hannah, right. don't flaunt the PhD in Medici. Let the other ones answer. I'm, do you know about the Medici's? I'm, I'm going to guess. Yeah, do it. They're I mean, what else do we do in this fucking podcast? <laughs> it's the, to do with medicine. Okay, okay. <laughs> Were they... Because obviously Florence is like the home of art. Like, it sure is, Elf. But, it sure is. <laughs> yeah, that was quite aggressive, actually. I don't know what... <laughs> Did that sound sarcastic? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, we've just both gone, I don't know. And then you've given an actual answer, and you're like, uh, yeah, the doy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wow, no, I'm sorry about her. Wow. I'm so sorry. I feel totally wrong. I should have taken the Valium. They told me to take it and everything. It's in my bag. I can take it on the interval. Somebody just nodded, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, Elf, it definitely, yes, it is. It's, it's It's known for a very particular style of, like, ultra sort of realism in Florence. So I think I might be totally wrong. Were they very, very rich and known for sort of buying art, but they were, there were slightly questionable means between, behind Ooh, how they did it? Yeah, they're a, a rich mafia family that love art. Ding, ding, ding! Yes! Yes, Elf Lions! So the House of Medici was an Italian banking family and political dynasty slash dynasty uh, <laughs> who came to prominence just around this time in the mid-15th century. So they founded the Medici Bank, which was the largest in Europe at the time. So they were, they were hugely wealthy, hugely influential. If they made a series about them, they should have called it Successione. <laughs> um, in fact... Four members of the Medici family went on to become what? Magicians. Magicians. <laughs> We're the Medici magicians. That does work. We just work. throw our money in the air. Fuck it. <laughs> oh. Maybe I don't know what magic is. It's I'll, a musical, right? I'll teach you some in the dressing room afterwards. If you, that sounds really predatory. No, but it, genuinely, I could teach you just a little bit. <laughs> You've already brought magic to my life. You're a very, you're a wonderful person. I do love that that's the only sort of green room shit we have to worry about on an all-female podcast. <laughs> Someone might teach us some magic. <laughs> that's great. I'm actually really up for it. I do want to... Someone taught me unwanted magic. <laughs> it's kind of how I feel about magic. I'd be like, no, I don't want to know. I do. Teach me. Okay. Okay. What? Oh, what did they become? <laughs> Four members Four of the family. Four of them went on to become what? Artists, art buyers. Okay, okay, okay. The first Spice Girls. <laughs> Do you know what I wanted to say a pop group? They feel like the Medici's are like... Is, is yeah. there, what's there a brand called like One True Voice? Do you remember oh. them? I feel, I feel like they're One True Voice of the 15th century. They were very yeah. good, actually, that band. One True Voice. Wait, what? They had real... No, I remember Nanny Squeakoys used to play them. She had bought the CD and they really did... One of them had a really lovely baritone, if I remember... <laughs> Anyway, sorry, carry on. <laughs> I've, I've genuinely just started listening to our podcast right now. I'm like, oh, okay, it's, it's good. Um, they went on to become popes. Oh, shit. 
it. Yeah, it's almost. You no, know, I was in my head. I was thinking emperors. No, it wasn't emperors at this time. It was popes. Yeah, it's genuine. Like, True story. My little brother was always desperate to be the Pope when he was little <laughs> because we're a very religious Catholic family. And um, oh. we, when he was Is that little, why you lived by a nunnery? Yeah, well, it was we, a just I, in case for you. Just, <laughs> we lived opposite the church and next to the nunnery. It was just really wow, wow. holy Trinity fun times. Ooh. But my little brother really wanted to be the Pope, and we got this really lovely picture of him. Of he used to reenact the crucifixion in the garden, and he used to reenact it. He had twelve action men, and he used to do the stigmata, and he used to go, and he used to carry this little crucifix. And when we went to wear him out, which was like this place in Tunbridge where you go and do loads of exercise to tire out the children, and the parents would sit and just have a coffee, and the kids would be like blah 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 doing kid stuff. My little brother used to go up to children and go, "This was Jesus. He died." And on the third day, he used to try and convert other children in the ball pit. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Can I ask what he does now? Oh, he works in PR. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be. Okay. <laughs> What's great is any of the answers were going to be funny, but that was... <laughs> that was really... Oh. Wow. I love the idea that you can just audition to be Pope. Like, look, look. <laughs> Action figures. <laughs> you got the job, kid. Oh, my God. Wow. Wowzers. So it's almost like the church had a political agenda. Hmm. So the Medicis, now Elf, you touched on this. The Medicis learn about Filippo's art. They like it, they love it, they want more of it. How do they go about getting him to produce more work? <gasps> Blackmail. Blackmail? Yeah. Okay. Like they've got, so what do they have on them? What do they, what are they going like, use? You should be in a Briar Tuck House. <laughs> right, right, right. Like you left. You, we yeah, know, we yeah. Know we're we're, we're going to disgrace you. And no, uh-huh. you never darken. You know, you won't get any more jobs. Ooh, okay. Like, you'll be blacklisted. Okay. For all the Catholics. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hold that thought, really. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hold it tight. I got, I got some Catholic family members. <laughs> Elf's holding her mic with both hands, so I'm going to call on her next. <laughs> yes, Elf. Would they not just commission him to make work rather than just... Uh... No, that does make more that sense now I think just... about it. That's a way better answer. But commission him and then also... And, go, then, and, blackmail he, and then blackmail him. And then blackmail him. it's fun. Isn't it fun to explore it's where like, your minds we're not, go? We're not, we're like, commission him, but we're not paying him. Because of the blackmail. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. they did magic. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, what do you think? How'd they, they get more art? They paid him an exposure, obviously. Oh, yes, they paid him an exposure. <laughs> yeah. And and then, and um, oh, I bet you they had a really good-looking virginal niece who would just, because they're always virginal, and then she just plop it out. <laughs> and, and just... And, he'd, he'd and they're like, that's what they really look like. He, he drew the first realistic tits. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, wouldn't why not? that be a great <laughs> conclusion? <laughs> and he drew the first realistic tits. Do you ever get excited when you see your tits in an art gallery, though? When you see someone with your tits in an art... Like, I saw a woman from the 17th century once in Paris with my tits. As in, like, like she was dead off. It was a painting. It was 2D. <laughs> but, like, I was so excited. Because you do. Like, honestly, it really makes exhibits we more all, we thrilling. We want to see ourselves. I've seen one with my bush before. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Unruly. <laughs> anyway, the point is, I've gone very quiet like a Vietnam vet, and there's a reason for that, people. After my daughter was born, I hired a lactation consultant to help me breastfeed, and she kept trying to help, and she's like, no, not like that, not like that, not like that. And she finally just went, I'm sorry, I've just never seen breasts like yours before. Oh! She looks at tits all day! All day! So no, I've never seen mine in a gallery. That's such a compliment, though, like... <laughs> Your tit, like she's gonna think about your tits, like when on her deathbed, and she's thinking about all the lactating tits she's seen, and they say, "What favorite pair of tits have you seen?" She'll be like, "I've seen dozens," and then she'll remember yours. I like th- what a positive reframe on that. Elf. <laughs> You're in a diary entry. I just had insomnia for three days straight. Like I am a freak of nature. Oh no! And now I realize I've invited everyone in the room to stare at my breasts. <laughs> It's just that they're so fabulous, you'd never see them. Oh, my God. 
it's important to be positive. It's true. That's I had a smear test once, and you know, you see it, and they put iodine. They put iodine on it at the back. You know, when you see it on the big screen. I think that's a smear test. You know, when you get your legs hooked up. And that is, sorry, I've got I've a hole in my tights. I've never seen a screen. And you know, they put the HD. Colin, is it? Colcopospica, that one. <laughs> I was so excited because they put it in iodine and I was like, oh my goodness. And they explained, the man, and he told me, and this is where the baby comes out of, and he was explaining, he's like, never met someone so excited to see their insides before. And then I asked if I could have a pic print and, and I said because my sister's training to be a doctor I think she'd find it quite interesting off the before and after and then at that same time another man had texted me asking if I could send him a dirty photo so I took a print of it oh my god I think I've got it so I sent it to that's so many amazing. people <laughs> that's such a like that says something about the world we I don't know what it is but that's amazing that 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 is the world we live in. <laughs> and guys, if you don't already follow us on social media, um, we will be retweeting that pic when else episode goes live. Oh, man. Oh, dear. I think my sister's framed it. I think she's still got it. <laughs> Just thinking, she was really grateful. <laughs> I had a colonoscopy. I can't say it after two bowls of wine. Colonoscopy. Colonoscopy once, and yeah, and I didn't realise you get to you get to watch it. You get to watch the like. It looks. It was like you know the upside down in Stranger Things. It was literally like that. And um, he was like, the doctor said like, what do you think of it or something? And I said I wouldn't watch series two. And then I was. You had a line ready. I had a line, but I, didn't, I had so much gas and air that I just went. Oh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> he laughed anyway. He may have been laughing at uh, the fact that he had a pole on And here's what's great. <laughs> we but talk anyway. about so much stuff <laughs> that I knew this story from Hannah and then I had to <laughs> get one done so I stole her line. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They loved That's it, so man. Funny. They loved it. And then I'm just so ethical. I was like, my friend Hannah George, actually. <laughs> She's an oh Emmy God. Award-winning Co- writer. Copyright Hannah George. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's so... I cannot wait for you to get your first colonoscopy. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's going to be... Oh, yeah. But they complimented me there. So it's... Uh, come on. What? No one ever great, gets to see how beautiful it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are we talking about? Okay. Uh... Is anyone new to drug women? <laughs> Give us a cheer if you've left the room. Okay. <laughs> this is what happens, guys. They kidnap him. Oh. They hold shit. him captive in an yeah. actual tower. He's an art slave. Yeah, so they're just they're holding him captive, which is how any artist produces their, their very best work, yeah. isn't it? Well, it's got some good trauma to draw on. But also so, the fact that like it's something he was doing anyway. Like, why do yeah. they need cap to kip, kidnap him? Fucking hell. Why do they need to kidnap him? To, they are like, the richest people in Italy, but they won't just pay him to draw. Yeah. <laughs> That's what kills me. I want like, to know how they kidnapped him. I want, like, because then... I, did they? Did you put? Did you say they put him in a tower? Or did I imagine he's that? in a tower? No, he's in an actual tower. Because you'd have to hold like Rapunzel. unconscious them. Someone's got to carry him up the tower. Unless you force him up the tower. Like there's so much navigation. Like, like hey, do you there's not put three up paints up this tower. Yeah, it's not a trick. It a trick? <laughs> <laughs> there's loads of realistic I would bosoms. Somebody, but the logistics. Ah. Um, he's been held captive in a tower. But what do you think happens? He Rapunzel. No. <laughs> He Rapunzel's? He Rapunzel's. Tell me more. Yes. He grows his hair really long. <laughs> okay. And that's as far as I've got. Okay. I love it. I, I like think it, I like they it. come in and they're like, have you painted anything? And he's like, yep. And they're like, is it another dick? <laughs> yes, it is. And he's just... <laughs> because, like, yeah, you just do Hugh, but over the top of, like, a really beautiful painting. And they just, like, do it. And they'd be like... <gasps> and he'd be like... <laughs> Which is the noise you make when you draw a dick. <laughs> That's I, true. You can't force someone to do good art. Mm. Wow. Mm. That was deep. <laughs> <laughs> Sit with that one for a second. Mm-hmm. Did, does this end in a murder? Did we get told? I can't remember. Were we told there's a murder? We're going to find it? out. <laughs> because surely like, you put someone in a tower, you're kidnapped. Well, listen. Um, okay. I'll speed it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going <laughs> to speed it right up. Um, Filippo escapes... 
after tying man. some sheets together. Classic. I mean, it's a bit like Rapunzel. He obviously couldn't wait for I, the hair. That's why I said, tell me more. It was basically <laughs> hair, but it was sheet. You got I love it. that as well, because it. he probably didn't see that on telly. Like, he, oh, yeah. you know, he could have been the first motherfucker to do that. Was and that's amazing. the first guy to tie sheets together. I know. I know. That's really nice. Yeah. I love that he had sheets. Like, you're a captive, <laughs> but you will be on Egyptian cotton. Uh, so, Mr. Medici is not very pleased about this. Um, what, they're escaping. Not- He's not pleased about this. Yeah, the Medici's are not happy about this. They're not a good family to piss off. So Filippo is plunged into poverty, although he made a vow that he would stay. Anyway, semantics. He has trouble finding any work. No one will hire him. He's blacklisted. I think somebody brought that up before, Katie. Oh, Um, yeah. Although this crack man was there like, so he had to get by on some odd jobs, but one of the odd jobs was painting a cathedral. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love Italy. (laughs) All right. All right, you bum. You can do this. Um, So he eventually starts veering into some dodgy stuff just to survive. He starts forging signatures to get money. Um, Apparently, the Medici's tried to file a lawsuit against him, but he's never... Are they they trying to find him? Kind of. Well, they've just just blacklisted him. They've kind of, like, thrown out this lawsuit, but they're they're kind of lazy. It's sort of weird. They're they're rich and lazy. Um, (laughs) So he's never really charged with, with anything at this point. However, with no other options, he's forced to go somewhere. Where does he go? Back to the monastery. He has to go back to the monastery. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. I just jumped right ahead there. Sorry. Sorry to take all, all the wind. our opinions don't count now. All right. Fun. I'm looking I mean, at a giant when, clock. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> Sassy Katie. It just doesn't sound very financially viable for them to take out a lawsuit against an artist that's escaped from a tower. Like, everything about this, personally, I just think sounds very economically foolish yeah. from an air end. It's not good and PR I, for them. Yeah, so I, I just think, uh, bad, cool. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's sue an orphan. How's that going to go? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, well, you're completely right, because it's kind of like, hey, we, we kidnapped you. Yeah. No, <laughs> you don't get to escape. We're going to call the cop. Pay us yeah. the money that we never paid you. <laughs> yep, it's very true. It's very true. He goes to a monastery because he's still got all that friar game, and he becomes a <laughs> chaplain to a group of nuns. Oh, that's nice. Uh-oh. How do you think that went? I, 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 maybe. He, oh, whoops! I, I don't. I don't have high hopes for it. Lots it of sex. Doesn't have to be bad. Doesn't have to be bad. I think maybe sex and some babies. Lots of babies. Okay. Why sex not and babies? Sex I and think babies. that would be lovely to bring a baby into it. You do know about nuns, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've got some harrowing stories. Okay. Oh, I was going to okay. say she probably knows oh, all okay. sorts. Well, of maybe stuff he it. teaches them magic, and that is oh. it was passed down the generations. And then they yeah. have babies. Okay, 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 they have babies. Oh, yeah, <laughs> guinea pigs. <laughs> So he gets put in charge of some nuns. He's in charge of some nuns. Welcome back. You obviously want to be poor and celibate again. Here's some nuns. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who's making the decisions at the top of this Friar Tuck industry, but (laughs) (laughs) it's got some some flaws in in the logic. I think so. Well, maybe he teaches them art. He's had a cracking life, hasn't he? In terms of the memoir. He's been busy. Good memoir. Definitely good memoir stuff. Well, um... I th- I'm not sure who said this, but somebody, d- d- Elf, you said sex and babies? Yes. It's sex and babies. Oh, well done, oh. mate. Uh, Wait, that can go either way. What, like, sex and babies, was it? <laughs> no, not in a creepy way. Okay, cool. Well, Goodbye. I mean, carry on, carry on. Oh, better than Christmas. Yay. Sex not in a creepy way. Consensual sex and babies. I mean, this is, this is 15th century. Like, how much of this is accurate? I don't know. But he meets a nun called Lucrezia Beauty, which is a oh. bit on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> little bit on the nose and he asks her if she'll pose for one of his paintings and she says paint me like one of your friar boys (laughs) such a trope thank you thank you so yeah they start having sex they get caught (gasps) what do you think they do carry on (laughs) (laughs) yeah that just makes it hotter (laughs) yeah yeah. I don't know that they were caught right in the act, but they were caught in the camera. <laughs> yeah, tell us off. We're disgusting. What? <laughs> you totally do body prints, and you like rub all the paint, like, on your, just smush it on the canvas. Really. 
I wouldn't want to see what my breasts would do from what I've heard about them. I don't want to see <laughs> see what happens. Maybe I will do that, and I will post it on the socials. <laughs> Follow us at Drunk Women. <laughs> Uh, tell your friends. So what do they do? What happens? Oh, they got pushed out the window. <laughs> well, yeah. they, maybe they have to do all the rubbish jobs for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe do they just get We're married? We're going to put you on desk duty after yeah. this. No, do you they, couldn't... That's such a good, like, like they didn't well, meet on not, Tinder. They they're like not allowed to met. get married, are they? But, no. wait, but they, if they were kicked out of the order or whatever... Still can't get married no, because the vows are for life. Ooh, maybe they got flogged and flagellated. Still hot. Oh, God. No, this no but they have to go to flop, flop, They're living in flop. sin, aren't they? Ugh. Well, I shall tell you, they run away together. <gasps> oh, yeah, that's good. smart. And they have a son. That is smart. Aww. And Filippo names his son Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> One of the many things he never studied was the Philippines, I guess. But Filipino becomes a famous artist in his own right. Oh, well, that's lovely. Which is kind of cool. Nepotism yeah. fucking sucks, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine the street cred, though, like, you show up to art school and you're like, yeah, my mom's a nun and my dad's a friar. Isn't that like Freddy Krueger's backstory? (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Yeah. He was an artist. The nun got raped in the Freddy Krueger story. Uh, Well, mine's a little nicer, Katie. Thanks. (laughs) Please don't bring darkness to my true crime podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Um... So listen, the the crime of this story does not happen until the very end, I'm afraid. And it's Filippo and Lucrezia are granted are granted dispensation. Try to say that after you've had some alcohol. Granted dispensation uh, from the Pope to get married. Oh wow, that's nice. Wow. Yeah. So the Pope says, yes, you guys can get married. Well, these but- guys are good at art. Fucking out. Oh. Which wait is it a Medici Pope? Uh, that's a really good question. I don't know if it was a Medici Pope. I don't think it was. Okay. I don't think it was at the time. You wouldn't imagine that would happen. Was it Jude Law? Cause that it was be... Jude Law. <laughs> it was Jude. Um, so they're given this permission, but what happens instead? Oh, oh. someone gets murdered. You've been waiting for a murder. You know I was going to say, oh. now the thrill is gone if they're allowed to do it, so they just break up. <laughs> <laughs> he has an affair. Oh, with another model. No, the, Med- the Medici's come back, don't they? They kill someone. Ah. The Medici, the, the uh, elves predicted a murder. I'm snowballing on that, and it's a, Med- a Medi- Medici, Medici, one of them. Medici is Medici. responsible for the murder of someone. Okay, well, I will tell you this, and then please do tell me the suspects because this is an unsolved crime. So oh. you really do need to solve it. Filippo oh, is poisoned to death. The little, the boy, the artist's son. Well, no one. No, no, no. Did I say the dad? The, no, that's the main Filipino. Guy. Sorry, <laughs> this is Filippo. This is the dad. This okay. is the dude. Um, I mean, they're both dudes, whatever. They're all dudes. Everybody's a dude. Everybody's a dude. Um, No one's ever arrested for this crime, but he's poisoned to death. Who do you think the key suspects would have been? Somebody has already thrown out the Medici's comeback. The wife? What's the motive? (laughs) Motive? He's a dick. I love it straight away. All the women in the audience, he's just a bit of a dick. (laughs) Fucking kill him. He's a dick. (laughs) <laughs> was it definitely proof poisoning? Because surely, because there's loads of cases of you accidentally poisoning, especially with paints That's and lead true, yeah. and all the different all, these chemicals ter- like all around. the chemicals you'd be using. That's interesting. Because also, yeah, if you yeah, were yeah. really going to poison someone, let's be frank, you don't do it in one big dose, do you? You slowly dip it in every single day and you just build it up. So, you know, if you really plopped them over with right. poison. I, it sounds like something you just do accidentally, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I hear it. Okay, so it might have been accident. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's very good thinking. It's very good thinking. Any other suspects? Mid- oh, yeah. What you Filip- Filipino. Oh, the, the sun. Yeah, Whoa. maybe the sun will just, you know... Was just fed up of his dad teaching him, going, Oh, you've got the perspective yeah. wrong. That arm needs foreshortening. Oh, what yeah, you need to do yeah. there, that's not very realistic. The eyes are too far apart. What you need to do, like, study my bit. Have you... <laughs> dad, I'm just, I'm just trying to do it in pasta. I'm just I'm sticking some pasta to some sugar paper. And it's. <laughs> Did anyone yeah. do pasta and, models? Or something? And, yeah. the, and the dad's like, You'll never be me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he was a dick. I hope they all fucking killed him. <laughs> I feel like we solved it. <laughs> hey. 
Um, well, the uh, historian's two best guesses are either Lucrezia's family. The nun's they're family. Furi- yeah, they're furious that he... Well, even though the Pope said it was fine. They're going against the Pope now, sorry. They're going against the Pope. <laughs> they're very mad that they... Okay, he... they're like, we wanted her to live in poverty, not get loads <laughs> and of sex never have and have pleasure. a baby. Yeah. Yes. No, you really don't want to fuck with nuns. I mean... <laughs> That's that like Netflix documentary, isn't it? <laughs> Don't fuck with nuns. That's the, the tagline. No, but you've seen that one, Black Narcissus, that documentary. It's absolutely terrifying what happens to them. Ooh, I've not seen it. I have oh, so much sexy, to watch hot tonight. After I blow get dry my husband's So listen, Lucrezia herself is the other suspect because he was... Having an affair. Apparently sleeping around quite a bit. Oh. Yeah. Well, they could have been polyamorous. Uh, maybe, well, fuck maybe. boy, am I right, he was, <laughs> he was a bit of a nunanizer. Uh, uh. So... <laughs> that was decent. That was decent. That was good. So here's to art. Here's to Yay. art. Yay. Oh, thank Yay. you, guys. This is exciting because we've never done this before, but I need to give a shout out (gasps) for a 60th birthday to one Elizabeth Collins. Hello. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) Now, are you with Sophie? Hello, Sophie. And it just so happened, so Sophie contacted me and said, it's a special occasion. My mother is turning 60, so happy birthday. That's amazing. And then, of course, I went, would you like to do the listener crime <laughs> as well? So, Sophie, would you mind coming up and giving us a crime? Yeah. <laughs> Better than Christmas. Also, Sophie, picture- please, yes. Elizabeth, your mother is just going to be like, what the hell was that? Why do you listen to that? It's so weird. That was a birthday present? Just kidding. Don't tell us if that's your... (laughs) Sophie, hi. Thank you so much for coming. I was going to say I'm going to lower the tone, but... I don't think that's, that's possible. That's not possible. possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just teed it right up for you. Take it away. <laughs> um, so my crime is I lived in the Netherlands for a year while I was studying and we lived in the main square um, and on like the top floor overlooking the main square and the bottom floor was a Burger King, really classy. Um, and to get into our apartment, we had to go down an alleyway and, and the name of the alleyway in English is Holy Ghost. Uh, in Dutch, I think it's Heliga Geist. But I've got no idea, I lived there for a year. And basically, um, after a while, we basically started to randomly find shits on our doorstep. (gasps) Um, And we kind of knew they were human because sometimes there was tissue next to them. Um, No, that's thoughtful, actually. (laughs) If you think it through, lovely, (laughs) lovely. Um, But carry on, sorry, And then there was this massive gate that we never used to close because it was really heavy. But after a while, we started to close the gate and then the shit stopped. (gasps) So they weren't in the alleyway, they were just happening on our doorstep. Um, and so then me and my housemates had some suspicions of who it could be. We were wondering, maybe it might have been a homeless person. Yeah. Um, and they just didn't want to go in the alleyway. They liked our doorstep better. But maybe somebody else in the apartment had an enemy. Or mm-hmm. maybe it was yeah. the Holy Ghost. Oh. So, <laughs> that's my question. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. And I know it wasn't me because I left for three months. And, and it continued. And, and it continued. And my housemates kindly sent me photos. Well, excellent. I love how you put that. I know it wasn't me because I was gone. Like, you need evidence for yourself. (laughs) All right, guys. What's with with the phantom? We've had a few phantom shit. We've had, we've got a lot of experience of shit. Um, I'm just so shy. I just couldn't do that on a door. Could it just be a fetish thing? Like, could it have been someone who's just like, maybe that was someone who's that, that was their kink? I mean, I'm not saying it's right. <laughs> and he's saying, like, it, to do it on everyone's doorstep, just do it on your doorstep. Yeah. But could it, does it have to have had a malicious well, intent? So the, thing, the only is thing I would, I'm I would, to your point, I would it's say. It's important to be positive. Look, <laughs> if, I would say, hey, it could be a homeless person. But when you, so, because, like, that's a place to go off the street, a bit of privacy. But then when the gate was locked, they started doing it on the front step instead? No, it was on the front step. And then we started oh. shutting the gate, and then they wouldn't go in front of the gate they would only go on our doorstep but so was it because you were on the other side of the gate yeah we were but i don't know if you've seen ghosts but the ghosts cannot leave 
So what if the ghost, what if the Holy Ghost actually lives on the other side of the gate? <laughs> this doesn't work, does it? I mean, it doesn't work It doesn't work on any level, really. Could it maybe have been someone in the flat doing it in order to encourage other people to leave? Do you well, know how like, you close the, build- the gate? Oh, so it wasn't, so it's not like... Oh, that uh, way. So you had a gate to shut the front door, and then you... St- I don't... Where's the no, gate? Listen, Where no. does the gate to live? Elf, Elf, you're onto something. It's somebody who wants to lower the price of the area yeah. so they can afford to buy there. Yeah, who's shitting on the doorstep because it's Real sort of estate about sense. Burger King is really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I think one way or safety. another we solved Ooh. the shit out of that case and it's time to give you some rosé bubbly. Oh! not to give that to your mum because it is her birthday and she was my first suspect I'm sorry but thank you very much Amy thank you I keep waving at you like I'm five I'm like yay birthday (laughs) guys that wraps up the first half of the show Um, we have just enough time to ask Elf where can we find more of you because I want I want more of the guinea pig stories and whatever else you have to offer um, if you want to watch me do a one woman production of Swan Lake in an hour in French um, that's <laughs> that uh, that goes on next up on the 3rd of December oh, and you can cool. watch me for an hour doing that as well. oh, oh fantastic yay. thank you oh, once again you. Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.